The Dimp Digital Network presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from the Dimp Digital Network. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. On this edition, we are reviewing Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. And I've got two members of the Dimp Digital team, both champions in their own right, that are here to review this particular game. First off, we have our current Dimp Digital Gaming Quiz champion. It's Tom Adkins, not Ed Cock. How's it going? Oh, thank you. I'm doing very well. Good, good. And we have our reigning Dimp Digital Grand Prix winner, Biff. Mark Smith Biff, whatever you call him. How's it going? Yeah, very well, thank you, very well. You've had some harsh criticism from the internet. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get this over done with now. We've had Gunner from our YouTube channel pick out your review of Days Gone from probably about yeah, eight months ago. Yeah, it was like last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Saying that you could, he could tell after ten minutes that you hadn't played the game. Do you want to just set the <laughs> set that right and confirm whether you did or did not play the game, and whether we've been cheating our audience? No, I did. I did play it. I don't know. I don't know how he come to that conclusion. Uh, I don't know if he was one of the developers of the game and he's upset. I don't know, but I did. I definitely played the game. <laughs> did you? Um, I think in your defence, and this is very rare, you'll get a defence from me to you. <laughs> um, I think you had played it. And it'd been a while before we reviewed it. Yeah, so I, think, it had... I think that was the case. It wasn't fresh in the memory. No. Because I lent it to you and Correct. you played it. Yeah. And then we reviewed it after that, didn't we? Yeah, exactly. So it had been probably for over four weeks, which is kind of why I wanted to get you guys on Sekiro now. And people are going, well, hang on, that's, that's nearly a year old or it's over a year old. And it's like, well, no, these, these two idiots only sat down and started playing it, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So it yeah. is fresh in the mind. Although, when I came on and you were talking amongst yourselves, both of you went, I can't remember what the story is. So, I don't know how fresh this is going to be. Gunner might be on our asses again, saying that you guys haven't played it. Now, <clears throat> it's going to be a bit difficult to manage this because there's two of you, but we'll, we'll try and get our way through it. I want to start with you first, Biff, because you're a man of very Fuck. acquired <laughs> taste. You don't like, you, you don't finish games often that you don't like. And yeah. it's, it's hard, to, you seem very difficult to please. We've had all sorts of instances where you get into the last half hour of games and finishing it. Now, what has sucked you into Sekiro and kept you to stay around? Because you'd also given Bloodborne a go and bounced off that. Yeah. Um, one, I quite like the setting. I preferred the combat because there was sort of... A, a lot of the bosses, there was a logic to it. Um, yeah. And nine times out of ten, I could work it out, but... I would die because I'd be like, oh shit, it's not because yeah. I couldn't work out what I had to do. I remember playing Bloodborne and I was just like, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, what is this? I don't understand any of this. Mm. I just couldn't get my head around it. But yeah, with this, I could sort of understand it more. And the only reason I couldn't kill a boss was because I wasn't good enough, not because I couldn't work out what to do, if that makes sense. Well, some people say it's part of the game, working it out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what Gunner shares that opinion or not, but I'm sure you'll let us know <laughs> on that. Um, Adkins, also, you had uh, given Bloodborne a go, also bounced off it. Yeah. And you'd got a bit further than Biff, hadn't you? You'd got past yeah. Father Gaskell, at least. I didn't. Then... don't remember getting stuck. But no, because you were already looking up YouTube videos how to cheese it all. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> so there's very little in the in the world of you dying in Bloodborne because you seem to have it sussed. <laughs> I would cheese my way through that game. But I, I was talking to Biff off air about this. There's something with that game that, and I, I do find it with these Souls Bones games that I do need a good story in my life, and like. Where, where you what I, with normal games you'd play for an hour or two mm. and then you'd be um, rewarded with like a cutscene and it progresses the story and because that's t- sort of taken away from you in Bloodborne mm. that's why I sort of lost the interest to sort of want to progress yeah I, I get the you know like the sort of meta of the game where it's you know learning the the enemies um, patterns and overcoming and 
it is a, a, di- a completely different way of gaming, but it didn't suck me in as as much as I do get sucked into, say, like a God of War or an Uncharted. Mm. Um, what do you say to yeah, those folk that sit there and go, "Well, the story is there; you just got to find it and read yeah, the notes and work it out." You can't. Well, I say, well, I say fucking hell. It uh, no, it ain't. It ain't there. It ain't, I've, I've looked. <laughs> I'm reading through fucking pages and pages. Like that first bit of story in the game where you're supposed to talk to a little girl through a window. Yeah. How many people must have missed that? And I only seen that in a fucking YouTube video. Yeah. And that's supposed to be like a crucial part of the story to find. I got to that Father Gast guy and he's like, "Is this cunt then?" But it is yeah. like this big backstory of who he is and what he's done. But you don't, because it don't tell you where to go and that, you fucking miss it. So mm. I ain't playing the game where it tells you to read fucking 400 pages of this fucking rich lore. <laughs> well, the trouble I found was that it doesn't even give you that. It just gives you like one sentence. This is cryptic and you're supposed to try and put two, yeah. three and four together and work it out. Yeah. I, I finished Bloodborne. I, like, I don't even know what's going on there. <laughs> All I know is that I've made a howler at the end or whatever I've done. I don't. It, it wasn't... I had no clue. It was just about um, playing the game. And so I that, think that's this what, is what what sucked me into Sekiro because it feels like it almost breaks that mould. Um, right. I haven't played any of their, those Dark Souls the trilogy, but I'm led to believe that they're of a similar yeah. sort of elk as well, where the story is drip thread through sort of secret lore, and you've got to sort that out yourself. Yeah. Rather yeah. than these triple A cutscenes that you're getting. So this is AAA cutscene territory for Sekiro, is that what you're telling me? Yeah, and the thing is as well, this is a big leap from the other Soulsborne game, because those, you're all ca- creating your own character. Yes. This one is you're on your own. Mm. You've got one character, one charm. He's got his own name. He even got his own name, Bill. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's not, but <laughs> I'm sure he is lurking there. Well, it's interesting that it's a story that hooked you in. Biff, you've said more about the setting than anything. I think based on what you've both told me we can it's it's quite obvious that you've bounced off bloodborne for whatever reason sekiro sucked you in i think just on that bit of data we like the data here at dimp digital alone we can sort of make the assumption that sekiro shadows die twice is a much more watered down version of the souls born experience so those <laughs> looking to get well, those looking to get the from software sort of membership card i think you both have just fallen short which is unfortunate <laughs> But the date is there to support it that only the real kings get through Bloodborne. <laughs> moving on. Before a response, moving on. That's what you got to do. you got to nip it in the bud. So you mentioned that, and we'll be honest about it, I know you skipped some of the cutscenes in this. So Adkins yep. is telling me it's better than God of War in its own way. And then you've got you skipping stuff. Where's that? How's that fitting in? <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the story. I thought it was pretty shit, to be honest. I lost interest in it really quick. Well, so yeah, the, that. I, I, I don't even know what happened. I, I really, to me, it was just a challenge of the combat. That's why I played it. Just, I just enjoyed that that section of it. I wasn't really that interested in the story. I don't think the characters were like, God, what a, you know, what an arc this character's been through. And <laughs> you know, I mean, he lost his arm. Fair enough, but. You know, you can yeah. you can win that battle and not lose your arm. That first one. Oh really? Yeah, if you're good enough. And that's correct. I wasn't. Well, I, you, you can win the battle, can't you? Yeah, you still lose your arm. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise, you can't play the game because of all the fucking yeah. tools. That and should be a secret ending, to be fair. What? Just end it there. So, yeah. ha- so hang on. So in the, in that battle, you've in real time will lose the battle in most. You're cases. supposed to lose that. Yeah, it's one yeah. of those battles where you're supposed to lose. But if you do beat him, how do you lose your arm then? Do you get a trap? Someone else grinder chops or? it off. Can't remember what happens. Yeah, someone else chops it off, oh. and they don't see you. Just a knife <clears> comes out somewhere because right. he chops it off in the normally, and then yeah, and then but this one he sort of goes down to his knees and goes cool, weren't expecting that, and then someone else comes out, but you don't see it. Just see his sword and go off with your yeah. arm. That's the real ending, apparently, if to not get your arm chopped off by him, but I hope you both have done that. So, <laughs> if it's no use during the story section, Ed King, you have to yeah. sort of carry this around. Can you set up what's going on? And the one thing I want an explanation for yeah. is it's, it's set in like a samurai, you know, yeah, ninja bay thing. Set. Why are there giant turkeys running around? Because <laughs> in rich mythology, in the 16th, 16th century Zengoku Japan period, they were giant turkey. No, they weren't. <laughs> but I don't know why they're stuck lane. I think that's their version in was it in Bloodborne or Dark Souls where there was like chests that would eat you. 
So you go, cool, I found a bit of lore. And then you'd open this chest and it'll just eat you. I think that's... I think that's, this, well, I think that's Dark Souls. That Dark Souls, is it? This is their version. So you're like, oh, fucking, just come into this little farmyard. There's a little turkey over there. Well, he won't be hard to beat. And then, bah! They fucking jump at you and peck you. Okay, <laughs> bastards they are. But, what's, um, what's going on? We've lost our arm. and then Lost your arm, yeah. So the story is that you are a shinobi. What the fuck's uh, that? A ninja, basically. Right. A protector of the yeah. realm. Well, protect, protector. And you are a bit of a stray. You ain't got no family. Um, and there's a, a, a war hero. There's like a war that's going on. The game starts. And uh, a man um, a man sort of adopts you. You become a shinobi. He trains you up. And he's your father. And they call Sounds him the a lot app. like grooming Adkins. Are we sure we want to go there? <laughs> and then, basically, you grow up. It. And he gives you a... Um, task of being this, this personal shinobi to a little chap who's the heir of some throne, right. um, but he has this special blood called dragon blood. Uh, uh, is it dragon blood or dragon something? Hold yeah. on. Yeah. And um, basically, yeah, there's this evil evil empire bloke who wants to take over the sort of area in um, being the bastard that is the last boss, and. He wants to, yeah, take it over and he wants to kill this little kid that's got this special blood. And it's basically that. You've got to protect this young chap. Right. But there's no, there's no like, um, what do they call it? Like escorting around of this chap. It's all no, no. via cutscenes and he's going to move around. Yeah, he moves like around the thing. You have to go to little areas where he is. Um, did he get? Oh, I, think, uh, I think he's in captivity at the beginning and then you sort of bust him out. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just carries on. But, he's, yeah, it's all basically protecting him. And then it sort of this it starts um, poisoning people's minds and they become sort of they want to get it themselves. So there's it's a bit of betrayal in there. There's a bit of a revenge story. Um, and, yeah, you, there's a bit of a revenge story in there because you can't fucking chop your arm off. So. Yeah, it's not going to go down well with it in <laughs> any circle. So there's enough there for people to latch on to. Yeah, it's not, it's like, it isn't an amazing story. It's, it's not mm. like the likes of uh, God of War and Uncharted, but I feel, I thought it was good enough. It kept me invested. I wanted to know what happened, and I, I quite like some of the main characters. There's a few there that you're sort of thinking, who the fuck are they? Yeah. Um, but there's, I'd say there's like the main sort of four or five characters that are semi-interesting. But nice. again, you are getting drip-fed this lore through a lot and a lot and a lot of little conversations where there's not much happening just What's in game. That? That's when you walk up to someone and say hello, and they start That's to chat. Again, it's about yeah. a sort of two-minute conversation. You just sit. I can. I'm, I always be if I was skipping through a bit of that. Oh, for sort of not sake. skipping, but speeding up. No, we're gonna go out and boy, have read, <laughs> reading it quicker than they can say it. So oh. just skipping through that sort of thing. No skipping a cutscene. So from here. No, not on purpose anyway. Beth, you mentioned that you like the setting of this game and the combat itself, but I want to focus on. How the game looked, ran, and performed. How was it? Does it look? Does it look nice? Is it a nice? Is it a graphically enticing game? The environment's nice. Enemies, all that good stuff. Yeah, I was quite impressed with it. Um, there's a lot of like, uh, I don't know what you've really like meadows, like little meadows. Mm-hmm. You can jump, jump down in them and use them as stealth, and they sort of move with the winds. And it's uh, it's very sort of feudal, sort of Japan. It does yeah. look very picturesque and. Uh, yeah, it just it, it just is a very good looking game. Um, I, I thought it, I thought it was anyway. And the the enemies all do look good, um, mm. and it, it was quite crisp as well. I know it sounds a bit weird, but because his sword is you know moving quite fast, I, I thought it ran pretty well. I didn't really have any problems with anything. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I was impressed with the overall look of it and sort of there. I, I mean, I don't know much about. Japanese law, but there was certain. Really, that's surprising. Certain large enemies in it, and that, and they were like quite. There's like a giant snake. It's quite cool to see that. There's a big yeah. giant goldfish as well. That's Jesus. quite cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I was overall impressed with how it looked and sort of how it performed. And like I say, I like the setting and that of like feudal Japan. I thought it was quite cool. Yeah, and you played that on the PlayStation Four Pro. Yeah. Adkins was Ooh. master race for this, and yeah. Biff's had a solid experience there. Adkins, 
not so much on your side. There were there were errors, there were crashes, there was all oh, sorts, and well, you had a horrible out. time. I mean, I know what you're going to do. You're going to try and blame the PC, but you know, <laughs> let's just be honest with what happened here. The game let's crashed on around this. the bush. You should be able to have a filthy PC full of dust. And I still... ain't clean mine. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I just, just got rid yeah, of them when they get like that. It, it was getting on my fucking wig. Because what happened? I played about three hours, I think, when I first bought it. I was like, made a bit of progress and thought, brilliant. Then I think other games come out. What must have come out early this year? Some big ones. Got sidetracked, standard. I thought Doom. that might have been the, the end of me. Then when Biff got it, that gave me that second urge to go back to it. It's like, right, well, if he's doing it, I've got to try and match it, sure. <laughs> I thought he's already snubbed me with fucking Last of Us. Then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> then basically... Um, yeah, the, I played it for a, a good two hours, and then I got past the first. Uh, well, there, there's quite a few different. This basically, you get bosses and mini bosses in this game, and it's, mm. you, it's they're not sort of labelled down for you. It's just anyone with more than one death blow, is what yeah. we'll explain in a bit. But um, yeah, so I'd say probably the I'm talking about the drunkard Biff. He's probably the first big boss that you come across, I'd say, maybe. There's a couple of other little ones. But that drunkard's in that little dream world where you fight Lady Butterfly, isn't she? That's, That's right, like optional. Yeah. Just, just before, yeah. She's a, he's an optional bastard. You don't have to do him. Yeah. But um, he's a pisshead, so you want to put him down. You want to put him down. So I'd done him and was well happy with myself. Text Biff and that's like, got past the camp, brilliant. You did, and you then, put it in fucking Killian's and that's when the trouble started. That's it, it's, and then all of a sudden, yeah, it crashed and it erased my fucking save game and chucked uh, me back three hours. I was like, cool. And then from there, it was, that was it. I just had persistent crashes and it just mm. could not progress. Um, could not survive. Everything was, could not survive. Um, yeah, to the point that I almost been the game, I was like, well, right, this ain't happening. I can't be having this. Have to um, get it on PS4, maybe. Exactly, yeah. So I did consider. Then I opened my PC and realised it was like an absolute dust ball in there. It looked like someone had been smoking inside the case for about 15 years and just left the <laughs> yeah, ash in there. When you showed me the picture, I was like, good Jesus. That's probably only about three years worth of dust, but yeah. I don't know. This dust it reminded me of when you see a horror film and they go in the attic. Yeah. There's like cobwebs and stuff. It was like you'd been playing it up, you've left it up in the attic for six exactly. years and decided That's... to play it. I swear I cleaned it out when I moved it into this room, so... I don't know, but anyway, yeah, I thought that weren't going to be the problem, but give it a clean and it's fine now, so I managed to get through the game, but other than that, um, it was pretty good uh, performance-wise, especially yeah. on my rig, mine's a bit of an older rig now, mm. um, but it does the recommended uh, specs that it says for running the game are exactly my specs, so I just got away with it but yeah like i say it seemed to be running at a solid 60 for most of it it's a couple of dips here and there yeah. uh, but that is why i wanted to get it on pc for that 60 fps there is an unlocked version on the ps4 i understand but it's not a solid 60 and mm. um, and that's down to i watched a video and they said that you know that really does help you having a solid 60 because you get that little extra bit of frame yeah so but, it's fair to say actually that biff's sort of done it on hard mode exactly he's, yeah. <laughs> he's played the 30 fps triple hard mode so he's one up me again yeah you might have to go back and sort that because that's like a <laughs> bit of a discrepancy there so the game itself looks and runs nice so you obviously have some yeah. pc specific problems but you know no, because no. that's why that master race isn't what it's cracked up to be sometimes. Yeah, um, that's the thing that normally bothers me. But no, very good looking. Um, probably get higher textures on PC, but yeah. my old rig only does run 1080p, so limited. Yeah. I want to move on to how the game functions in terms of how you progress and its design because yeah, with with Bloodborne and uh, I've not played Dark Souls. I've finished Bloodborne, obviously the hardest one of the lot, as we know. Um, <laughs> there's it's it's a fairly simple loop but you'll go into a an, an open area have loads of different paths leading off it there's normally a way to progress but you along your way you sort of unlock lamps and little checkpoints or bonfires as they're called you kill enemies collect souls or you know i think they're called blood echoes in the in, in bloodborne use yeah. that to level up your character and then you can add those to certain specific 
areas of your character, make them stronger, make them take more damage, stamina, that that sort of business. Mm. And what I really liked about the way Bloodborne worked was that the the design of the map and the design of the world was really clever and linked up. Like once you get to the opener opening part of the game, up sort of past Gascoigne it really opens up and has a lot of different shortcuts and it's quite clever the way it comes back on itself. Mm. Does, and this is one for you, Biff, does Sekiro follow that same sort of level design and how does the levelling up and the character sessions work? Because I'm hearing it's a lot different on that front. Uh, yeah. I'll phase yeah. you. You have a go. See if you can phase me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... It, there is like various ways you can go. You can sort of s- skip parts of certain maps. Some like some of it, because um, there's a lot of like fast traveling as well with it. So you unlock yeah. these little idols, and then you can skip from idol to idol, and it makes it easier to get about. Um, and you can sort of in different sections. So I think there's like Sheena Castle, I think it's called. Then there's like one called the Dungeon, and different sections. And within those sections, there's like these idols. But you might not find all the idols in yeah. that section. It's sort of quite open. You can sort of, um, uh, some of them I didn't find till right till the end of the game. Yeah. Um, so it's quite easy to like manoeuvre around the game. Um, yeah. And but quick it's question not... on those sections. Sorry. Yeah. Are they can you walk from one section to the other like freely, or is it like oh I've got a select to go to the castle, I've got a select to go to the meadows or wherever it might be. Like the sections, like these different areas that you're talking about, are they? Is that somewhere you can freely just walk through? Like you go from the start of the game to the end of the game without breaking it, or is it like a, a transition that needs to take place? No, I'm pretty sure you can. I think yeah, you can go. You, can, from, can't, you, yeah. just, you can just walk from one place to the other. You don't even have to use the idols. You can. Mm. You could just walk, but you, I mean, it take you fucking ages. Yeah. And you probably would get lost because it is. A, I found it quite getting. I got lost quite a bit. I can yeah, about you, and I was like, yeah. I don't know where I'm going here. But yeah. um, it, they're, they're quite good because it, you, you can sort of backtrack and then think oh i've been to that idol i know where that is and it, yeah. when you go through the idols it takes a little there's like a little photo of where the idol is and you can think oh no that's not where i need to go that's not right yeah. and I, that's sort of how i worked it but yeah i, I quite like the way because again because you can freely maneuver around and then you find that you might go to a castle and then another section will open up and then you go oh that's how i got that's how i can get to this bit and that's how i can get to that bit and it sort of all loops around it is quite clever how they've done it yeah that's good. It, it is similar, but it's not. You, you, there's not as much backtracking as I found with Bloodborne, the little that I did play. Um, so you can manoeuvre, but you're, it's not sort of constantly taking you through. You, it, there is a, a sort of loop, but you're not sort of constantly going right. Well, I've got to go back to where I started now, and then go to there, then go back. But yeah, no, and you, you do get a lot of these doors where you'll go, you'll find a door, and then it will be like locked from this side. Yeah. And then yeah. later on down the game, you'll open it and you'll open the door and go, oh, it's here. Oh, bloody hell, I forgot about this door. Yeah. Interesting. So one of the one of the key things that, that Soulsborne games have had previously, and it's kind of been a staple, is that you collect your experience and mm. then if you die whilst you're out and about, you lose all the experience, but you get one shot to go back and find that enemy. And if you kill them, you can get your experience back and then cash it in at a bonfire or, or a lamp. Mm. Does that is that how Sekiro works, or is it a completely different model when it comes to upgrading and experience and any other currency that you might get? Mm. No, and this is why it's a lot more brutal, I think, than. Well, yeah, uh, played the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> because on Dark Souls and Bloodborne, you have a chance to get back what you've yeah, lost. Yeah, and you don't get it back, and you lose the lot. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> and I've done it. 100 K's worth. Fuck me, only threw the controller through the window. <laughs> so this, yeah. Well. Any XP you build, you have XP and uh, a currency. I can't remember what the bloody currency is. Call it gold. Yeah. Is it gold, is it? It probably is I gold. I think it might be gold. <laughs> yeah, it might be gold. <laughs> coin, yeah. Well, it's gold and coin. They're the two things that Lots you get. coin to your witcher. So every time, and it's... Every time you kill an enemy, you gain a bit of XP and a bit of gold, and you have to suck it up through this magical vacuum he has in his stomach. <laughs> it's never really explained that mechanic, is it? Yeah. Well, hang on, so hang on. You don't just get it from kill. You have to just walk over it and hit, press yeah, the button, yeah. or will it just you have automatically... to hold square, or it, whatever it'll be, and it will do this little sucking hoover motion in your stomach, and then you oh. pull it in whatever you gain. Um, and oh, there's another little currency you can you get as well. These little I forget what they're bloody called now. These little crosses that 
basically their um oh yeah you get a second uh. like a second weapon like a alternative weapon that you can use but it costs this currency to use it and that's where you might seem like an axe where he pulls that thing where you can pull an axe out and chop people with shields and stuff but anyway as i, I digress with yeah you get xp and coin if you die and then, but saying that you do get two lives, you get this resurrection right. system. Right, so, like fucking kids mode. This. <laughs> so yeah, if you die, you get you've got one more chance. Your shadow dies, and you get a second try. But you if you raise yourself there in that grave spot, you don't go back yes. to the. the no, you don't. You get there, so you can. Re- they, the enemies will start to walk off, but the second you press that resurrect button, the fuckers turn straight round and wallop you again. <laughs> so you can't like wait. They get a little bit further. You could away, yeah, get up you and can. try and stealth yeah. them. Uh, they seem to be alerted to every time you do it, and I've never let them walk far enough away. But the only trouble is that if they, I've noticed as well, if they, um, you, you can let them walk off, and then their health bar will disappear. If you go back after them, it will reset the health yeah, bar. They, they fucking stop that cheese, didn't they? Yeah. That's um, so yeah, so if you die the second time, then you lose half of everything you've earned. So you could go on an absolute fucking win. Yeah. Unless you don't spend those points, you will lose half of whatever you've got. Yeah. And then as you're doing that, every time you lose, so you, you go on a run, you lose half of what you fucking earned. You think, brilliant. Oh, that's fucking handy, isn't it? You've had then, two shots at it, though, haven't you? So you've had, you've had two shots at it. Then you also get punished for dying twice. They, dra- <laughs> they have this system called Dragon Rock. Where basically, to spend those currencies in the game, your, your coin and your XP, you have to find like NPCs, and they yeah. all have different weapons and different buffs you can buy off them and things like that. But every time you die, you spread this disease called Dragon Rot that slowly kills these NPC characters. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So you're you're getting punished for every time you die. Well, now when you're novices like me and Biff, and you're dying left, right, and centre, well, I was fucking. Yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the fucking star of the coronavirus. I was spreading it across the land of Ashina. Yeah, <laughs> and if, obviously, if the NPCs get it, you can't use them. No, right. and then you have to get some Dragon Rock cure, and they're That's quite it. rare. They're like rocking all shit, and you have to get one of those <laughs> to cure them, and then you can then use the characters again. But it is like you say, and the thing is as well, it's just it's just like a, a, a build up of everything because you're dying. And you're yeah. like, fuck, this is so fucking hard. Oh, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. And then you're losing all your gold. And you're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And you think, you know what, I'll go and visit this guy. And he's going, ah, cough his lungs up. He can't. And then you're like, ah. Oh. And it's that build-up of everything. And you just think, this is fucking too hard. Yeah. <laughs> so so can, can an NPC die for good? And that's it. They're gone yeah. from the game. And then yeah. You don't cure them within a certain, I don't know how long it is or... Did any of you experience that, or did you manage to keep everyone that you needed alive? I lost some beginning ones. I don't know about if I didn't lose anyone. Oh, so he won on hard mode, and he's done that. (laughs) Unbelievable. Not even the ones at the beginning. No, I I managed to find something pretty quick that cured it. Yeah. Is that a timer the 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 dying thing, or is it like if you die again, they'll just tips them? What's what, what the the NPCs or yourself? Do yeah, you know? the NPCs. Sorry. Oh no, it, it's obviously a timer, but not it's not one that you can go by. I think it's depending how far you go in the game. Right. Uh, get past a certain point, then it tips them. Yeah, it tips them because there's certain there's like certain parts of the game where certain characters could get it, so you have to get to that bit for them to to basically to fail. So yeah, I think it's tied to how far you get into the game. Right. Um. Yeah. So could you, in theory, kill too many of these NPCs and even make the game harder than it already is? Yes, yeah, definitely. Like, is and is it? Could it be a fail state? I don't. Well, it's not. It would for the for shit players, which I'll probably include myself as that, because <laughs> if there's certain there's certain like these secondary weapons we call them that you can get, I think there's some that really benefit you for the end boss fight, and I think without them. That would have been fucking hard to be. I wouldn't say impossible, but it does make your experience fucking hard if you just keep dying and keep dying and thing. But I'm not sure if the game sort of um, will make those rare items to restore it. Maybe if you keep dying so much, yeah. it, they might make it less rare for you to find. You think, oh, there's one that comes across. I'm not sure. Maybe they ain't that that no. f- unforgiving. But the fucking the game itself is 
absolute brutal, so maybe they no, do go make, well. Fucking. Did you know, Aikens, you can make the game harder? Yes, I did, yeah, yeah. I did realize. Well, I nearly did as well. Yeah, I, I, I nearly did. I Googled I, it. I, I, yeah, I Googled it because I was <laughs> so like, frightened. fucking hell, I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah. Well, is that wait, well? I don't know how much you want to divulge. Is it really setting, a, or is it like a choice that you make, or is it something you choice. can? Well, it's, just, it's not really activate. a spoiler. Basically, it's not until about halfway through the game. There we uh, go. Another fucking day's gone. Yeah, you, you come across this random bell, um, yeah. and, and I was just like, "What the fuck is this?" And it said, "Do you want to press it?" And I was like, "Hang on." Is this going to take me to some horrible boss? So I Googled it just to be sure, and it said, yeah, that it increases the difficulty. And I thought, fucking hell. But again, yeah. it doesn't tell you. It just says, no. press this bell if you want. It, it, yeah. it gives you like a clue. It says, like, true shinobis ring the bell or something, something like that. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm a true shinobi, but I'll quickly Google it. And then I was like, no, I'm not. I'll leave that. <laughs> <laughs> they have a way of sucking you in these games. Yeah. You do stuff that you don't want to do. I. I there's a part in Bloodborne that it, it goaded me into it and it was a mistake. Like it, it really tests your ego and they're like, right, you think you're hard, do you? I'll try it. Do this. Give us the real hard shit. And I really regretted it after that. But, um, well, that's interesting. But if you've mentioned that the story didn't really grab you, we've been skipping through bits and pieces of that. You like the, the look of it. But the, 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 the From Software boys will always say, well... It's unparalleled when it comes to its mechanics and its controls mm. and the combat itself. Combat, yeah. Can you are you able to vouch for that, Biff? Is it the is it a transcending moment in gaming, or is it just a pretty good sword fighting ninja game? Uh, I don't know if it's a transcending moment. I don't know if I can make that call, but um, it, it, are you going to shut him up, Atkins? Are we going <laughs> <laughs> to? Uh, it, it works really, really well. It really does, and once you it's sort of like it is a harsh learning curve i'd imagine like the bloodborne game but once you get it and once you're in that ring it, it's a bit like um oh was it fallen uh, jedi the jedi game yeah yeah where you, the combat is you think fucking hell she's quite hard but then once you get it you, you think oh she's really good and it's sort of a similar thing except a lot harder but yeah. once you get it and you you've you know you can take somebody up most people on i mean you have to still learn their moves and things like that but yeah the mechanics are pretty much the same in all of them um but yeah it, it is really good how they how they do it and you do actually feel like even though you own there's only i think there's only one better button for attack and there's what the one for secondary but you sort of really feel like you're doing like you're really fighting and there's a really yeah. sense of accomplishment and you're better in that person it, it is clever how they do it mm. yeah and it's got some level of stealth in there did you partake yeah. much in that or did you just sort of steam in and just rip people in half and try no and no I, I use the stealth a lot I really yeah. did because it, it helps massively because if there's five or six geezers there and you go running in you've got to fit, fight five or six even if you can just kill one you've improved your odds no end because you can get killed yeah. by I mean those giant turkeys you were talking about <laughs> I've died do you know what I mean that, you yeah. know if they get fucking old of you they'll rip you to shreds <laughs> and it starts varying doesn't it you get, you'll get some fucker with a bloody axe you'll get one with a sword you'll get a fucking bloke with an arrow, bow and arrow and a fucking yeah. rifle yeah you just, you just fucked if you come across five of those bastards in a row yeah, yeah you do you have need. to rely on that um, anything anything still. can kill you in it as well that's what i yeah. quite like like if you get arrogant you you go ah oh, fucking dust him off and then before you know it you're trying to revise revitalize yourself and that <laughs> yeah oh you're lucky to get a second chance at it Atkins, how do you find the the combat itself uh r4 is incredible i think it's the best sword combat in any game i've ever played i think well, they've done axe it. combat uh no not as good as it. <laughs> god of war. what about well let's put them both on the same standing let's say we remove the actual item we say god of war's axe versus this fucking little sword that we've been given uh, I, 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 I really like the throwing of the leviathan axe but, yeah i did as well that was good that was quite fun but i don't just the way the swords clash in this game it, it really does make you feel like you're having a proper sword fight yeah like, yeah like a japanese film or something um and it's yeah fucking turkey <laughs> yeah every time you lever that um and it's yeah you really have to learn how to parry it's almost like a bit of a rhythm game yeah you i thought that as well yeah. you sort of had to learn the rhythm of each enemy and you had to sort of time that parry for exactly when he hits and then there's this um a parry move that you learn called the miraku counter which is basically where this enemy will attack you with an unblockable attack yeah, um, and it will flash up with like a little red Japanese sign, 
Um, and you have to time it so when the weapon strikes you, their weapon hits you, you have to press a different button. And if you don't get that that exactly point on, it fucking wallops you. And, you, and pr- uh, sometimes it's a direct kill. So one yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty much either ninety percent death. Or yeah, death. it's one of those. And some so, bo- some bosses they'll they'll have three or four different of those yeah. like unblockable moves. Yeah. So oh, kind yeah, of yeah. fucking horrible. It is fucking odd. But yeah, in terms of combat, um, it would have ruined this game if they had stuck a um, stamina bar in this. I think that that is the godsend of this game, that you have no stamina to rely on. You can literally just run in and fucking chop them to bits. But if you just run in there and smash, 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 smash and sort them, you have also another gauge other than your health bar. You have what's called a posture gauge. Mm. And you feel that. So if you just hold block the whole time, every time they hit that sword, your posture... Uh, meter will go up if that goes to fall then you're fucked you sort of run out of gas and then you're open for an attack but on the other hand as well the the bosses will have a a posture gauge as well and some of them you you won't ever really hit their health what you're trying to do is get their posture gauge down so you'll block everything they do and they won't hit you and then it leaves them open for a a, like a, a death blow counter yeah. So sometimes you don't even try and get their health down. You're just trying to get their posture gauge down. So that that's right. quite a good little flick on it as well. Yeah, that helped a lot. I think I did that maybe even two of the fucking triple of the M boss that I fucking end up just working on his, um, his what's it called, meter, his counter. Posture. Yeah, posture, that's it, posture <laughs> fucking bar, because his health bar just weren't fucking going down. <laughs> No. Talk me, talk me through these death blows then, Biff. How do they work? So I've heard a lot of this in the group yep. flying around, how these death blows operate and what they're used for. So basically, he'll have a health, the boss will have a health bar, or when your boss will have a health bar, and then two or three red dots. And if you get his health bar down, you'll then get a chance to do a death blow. And then say you'll block him or you'll hit him, and a little red dot will flash up on his body. You push it, it'll stab him, and then it'll walk away. And on his health bar, it will go back up to the top again, but you would have taken one of the red dots away. And the, right. the idea is to get rid of the red dots, and that's what kills him. Um, and various bosses have more red dots and less red dots and bigger health bars, etc., etc. But, yeah, so it is back, as soon as you see one of those death blows, you think, fuck, this is not going to be as easy as what I thought. Yeah. Any, any rank and file have that? Or is it that's only saved for, like, bosses or sort of higher-end enemies? Yeah, I think so. It's not really any normal enemies with death yeah, you can death blow anyone. No, no, yeah, sorry, but what I mean is... Oh, what you mean on the, their actual health bar? Yeah, their health bar, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so normal enemies just have one, didn't they? And you yeah. Can, you can even... For the majority, you could just hit... The, a basic enemy, you could hit about three times, and then that'll break their posture bar. And then you can yeah, steam in. I feel like it's a bit of a still, cheat to call it a death blow when it ain't killing them every time. Yeah, it is. You should change <laughs> yeah. that. But most can... enemies... The vast majority is a one-hit kill. I mean, if you stealth them, mm. um, when you go up behind it, yeah, them, it'll thin. flash red, and that's just an instant kill. You only have to hit them once if they don't know you're there. And they yeah. look fucking cool as well, didn't they? Like the animation. Yeah, yeah. yeah it does. It's brutal. You like flip over their head, slit their throat, fucking pull them back. You can hear it all hit. You can hear the blood like hit the floor, and you can hear it spraying. It is quite Pop, like Tenchu style. You see like yeah. a spray of blood just go. <laughs> but even on some of the bosses as well, if you can stealth, say if they've got two or three death blows, mm. if you can get close to them without them seeing you, you can knock off a death blow straight away, which is yeah. right. why I stealth such any a... boss as well, wasn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, I couldn't get past one of the fuckers to do it, but. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's every single boss you can at least you knock can. off one and get a good good head start on them. Yeah, I kind of want. We didn't. I mentioned it earlier, but we didn't really get an answer as to how it worked. Is the um, the upgrading or any sort of upgrading tree yeah. that you might have, Adkins, for this character of yours that I think we called Bill at the start? Bill. Is, um, yeah. How does it work? Because as I said, Bloodborne, Bobby Sakura, we call him. We call him Bobby Sekiro. How's it? How's it work? Because my understanding is it's not the same as what the Souls games operate on in terms of like stats. As stats such. No, so there's a lot of like skills and bits and pieces that you can add. Trick arm or some bollocks. Yeah, you've got quite a few different uh, skill trees in this game. You do have um, a mechanic that does increase your vitality and yeah. posture bar, and basically they're. Every time you kill like a proper boss, like one of these mini bosses or a proper boss, they'll drop these things called prayer beads. And you have to get four of them in order to then upgrade your posture or your health. 
Right. Uh, so that's that's a mechanic in its own. Um, then you do have um, I think there's about is it like a we- there's a weapon upgrade tree that you can work through. And you have to. It's basically just like you will find little chests around the place, or you'll smash up some boxes. There'll be some random loot rain around. And yeah, you can upgrade your your secondary weapons that we were talking about. Um, yes, because you you can't do anything to your sword. You, you have this one sword; it doesn't get any stronger, it doesn't get any better. Mm, uh, the only thing, iPhone X, yeah. as the game goes, mm. <laughs> you, this, this, you don't actually mm. upgrade this at all. What you can mm. upgrade is you have two other skill trees, which is called a Shinobi skill tree. Yep, and I can't remember the second one. Um, What's it do? Basically, it's your moves. So the Shinobi. Okay. So the oh the, the second one is obviously the weapon one, isn't it? Of course, it's. So you yeah you own the Shinobi one. You'll get like a different. You can strike differently. So you'll get like a, a triple combo move. Then you'll get like one where you can slide on the floor and slash things like yes. that. Um, then the second tree is one where you'll get different prospect uh, prosthetics for your one arm. Chopped Basically, off arm. chopped off army. Some fella makes you a new one. Um, just sculpts Buddhas all day. This little chap, he, um, he <laughs> right old grumpy fuck, and he he'll sit there and make you. And you find these sort of blueprints, I think they're called, around the world, and you can change your secondary attack. So I think you can get like um like them throwing stars. Uh, okay. You can get an axe, and then there's another tree for that that you if you find enough hook. tools, yeah, grappling hook. That's you can't upgrade that, but that's something you get throughout the game anytime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's two or three different uh, skill trees. But it's it's weird, yeah, because you're just unlocking different moves rather than actually upgrading. The only thing you really upgrade you is your sort of health. But that's every four major bosses you kill. Yeah. So if you're skipping these optional bosses, you're going to be ending up going into that last fucker, which has oh. been quote unquote from most outlets is the hardest boss in any game. Mm. So. Only about twelve though. These people they haven't played the hard <laughs> stuff, have they? They haven't played the trouble is they've not played the broken stuff from the SNES, the NES, yeah, the Sega. Like, that's true. <laughs> there are there are levels to this game. The fact they got through it means that it's easier in a way. I can play Biff Save in fucking Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, impossible. Uh, Biff, how much? Be honest now. How much? How much of the game did you need some sort of support or? google for do you reckon either for traversal reasons knowing where to go or just boss tips or enemy tips uh, it's, a, it's a common thing you know it happens in all souls games no one only the, only the best do it with no help mm. i mean the tra- traversal i was all right in it just took me a while. i did get lost but i managed to find my way back or you can go and speak to someone and they'll go oh I had to go and speak to a couple of NPCs and I found my way back. It's not too bad. It just does get a bit confusing. I'd say out of for every 10 bosses, maybe seven I had to look up online. So it's yeah. quite a high, quite yeah. a high amount. But to be fair, you still got to beat them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, even sometimes you, you sort the thing is, you said to me as well, try not to look it up too much because it will annoy you, certain ones, yeah. how easy they do them. And then you look at it and you think, oh, is that all he did? He just runs straight into him and just fucking hacked the shit out of him. Okay. And then you do it five, six times. You go, well, that, that, that's not even a fucking, that was useless. That was just pointless. And yeah. then sometimes you, you have something in your head. And you think that's the way I should do it. And then someone else says, no, that's not how I did it. I did it this way. And you think, oh, fuck it. So sometimes it is more of a headache than, yeah, a, you know, a help. But yeah, most of the time it does. It just gives you like an insight and you think, oh, yeah, that's you know that's that's quite a good way of doing it or that's a good way of looking at it or one of them will be like oh just keep your distance wait till he does his attacks and then when you see this you know that's the end of his attack and fucking go yeah. berserk at him mm. sort of thing it's things like that so yeah i did i did have to have a lot of help um but there was the occasional one that i did do on my own but yeah it was more you know like i say about 70 percent to 30 percent google yeah Atkins, you're the master of finding cheese and trying to yeah. cheat your way through the games. How did you get on with Sekiro? Was it was it cheese proof, or did you find a few little flaws that you it's, managed to exploit during your journey? It's not as cheesable as Bloodborne, I'd say. Where with Father Gascoigne, you just had only to... played five minutes of it. <laughs> no, but with Father Gascoigne, you could just die behind that rock. You still uh, died eight times doing yeah, it on the stream. True. So, but we, saying, I've done it in two times doing it properly. Well. 
So again, this point proves the cheese ain't the way to do it sometimes because no, you get um, the idea in your head. But no, there's not. It's it, again going back to this rhythm style. It's not more of a. It's not really one that you can cheese. There's not enemies that have like you know unblockable attacks or hit me up. What this sneaking up thing? I'll keep it. Kept sneaking up. That is. But then again, is that a cheese? You know. Is, well. It's like these tarantulas that we got told about. It's making tarantula island. Yeah, it's, it's part of the game's mechanic, so mm. you know it's questionable if, it's, if it's a cheese. Um, wow, <laughs> that's for them to decide. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me out of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was probably. I'm assuming most of the enemies I did sort of have a little Google of how to beat. If I I died, I stuck to a rule of about. It was a bit less than ten times. For every ten times I died, I thought, right, we have to Google this. Yeah, yeah, you'd you'd watch, and it was just like a, it was like a rhythm thing. It's like, right, so when they do this attack, you do this, and then wait for the next one. He'll do this, and sort of if you just go running in and and fight him, you you you, it takes you a good few deaths to learn what he's doing. Um, But every time they, all the bosses seem to have like second phases, so. They'll do this pattern. You'll get past that, knock a death blow off, and then they'll change it up again. You think, oh, for fuck's sake, you've got to start again. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was cheesable in terms of you could just look up and go, right, so that's what I'll have to work towards. But, again, in motion, it's not as easy as reading off a thing and doing it. You still have got to bring up the goods. I saw someone one-shot Father Gascoin once, and that to oh. patch out the, the manoeuvre for it, huh? they... um. They done like a, a kind of like a sweeping move and knocked him up and over the railings and he fell down like the little well and died instantly. Oh. Which and the but the from software went no, that's not allowed. Not allowed. I, was, I, don't, I think yeah. there is a couple of um, bosses that you can knock off. I have oh. seen it in Sekiro. I've seen someone knock yeah. off like one of those mini bosses. A couple of those they've they've knocked off a cliff, but mm. that's that's fair game as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but yeah, in this type of game, you do you just get what you can. Oh well, yeah, you, you do. You have to just it. take what you can in these games. I mean, yeah. saying someone got caught in a doorway or something. Yeah, yeah. Them, <laughs> yeah. Right. That is a godsend when that happens. You're like, when you, you know, yeah. when you fight that second drunk, there's like a little shed at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I run through it and I looked at the door. I thought, there's no way he's getting through there. And then you follow me in, and then I just fucking <laughs> felt sorry for him in the end. I was like, God, oh, <laughs> I did just take an absolute hack in this bloke. That fucking toad in Star Wars. That first big toad cunt. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He got stuck in the door. I thought, that's the only way I'm going to fucking kill it. <laughs> <early on." laughs> so, yeah, cheese got, master. It's got, you've got to cheese and get what you can in this life. Otherwise, you will. Right, you can go the, the real way and do it properly, but yeah, who has the man. time? <laughs> no, I haven't got the time for it. Right, any, any closing thoughts, Biff, that you wanted to raise before we go into the official sort of grading of it anything that you that you wanted to say that we might have missed or any points that you wanted to reiterate about Sekiro Shadows Die Twice from software I wanted to like I was quite have like it's quite a serious game and it's like you know Ooh. very moody and things like that and you know he's trying to find redemption and revenge and things like that but some of the bosses are like quite funny like, yeah the, the, the fucking drunk, well, jumping like, turkeys yeah, there's, yeah. There's that, but there's like this this drunk, and he drinks his drink, and then sprays it over you, and it poisons you. And then there's like a giant ape, and he shits in his hand and throws shit at you. <laughs> and I thought it was really weird that there was like a little sense of humour with it as well, because it's yeah, like quite really a serious, good. moody game. And then you I fight an ape. I thought you were joking when you told me about that. Oh no, yeah, no, because <laughs> I, I knew you thought I was joking. I was like, no, Adkins, he will throw shit at you. It will poison you. Get out of the way of those turds, because that that will cost you. But yeah, so yeah, it's quite it's quite nice that a game that's this serious and sort yeah. of as doesn't take itself way too seriously. Yeah, so if anyone takes away anything from this, it's that you can get shit chucked at you in Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Well, that's what they were saying, Bloodborne Mist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any of that going on, that's for sure. That is that is 100% movie, that one. They stuck to that. Um, Akin, same question for you. Anything, any unique moments or anything you um, want to call out? I don't know, we haven't really touched on the sound. The sound was pretty good. It was very, had like a, a, a soundtrack that sort of kicked in and out. Um, I was asked about the voice acting, but you read it on Japanese. Yeah, fuck that as well. Yeah, I think it's by the. I don't know if it was on Xbox. On sorry, PlayStation. Was yours English or Japanese? No, I changed it to English. Oh, you did. You did change it because yeah, I think yeah. it is Japanese by um, default. Yeah, default. It is, yeah. yeah. 
So I was like, that's the, game, that's, again, that's the real way to do it. So again, yeah. you both switch that off. Well, I got halfway through. Western so mode, they call it. Or I win that one because I played half of the game in Japanese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so subtitles. But um, yeah, voice acting was pretty good. Um, yeah, there's not really a great deal going on in terms of uh, being this. Well, it wasn't really some standout. Verticality. This this must be a new dimension to like a soldier yeah, game, being course, able to yeah. get up and above, up and above things. That was pretty good because you could use that as a sort of a, like a bit of a Far Cry scope in the area type thing. So you could yeah. like grapple up to a tree and then have a look at what's in front of you and go right. There's that bloke there, but normally nine times out of ten you jump down and then some other fucker will come out of nowhere and go, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> they all, there's loads of like hidden people hiding behind like walls and stuff waiting to jump out on you. Just a random enemy. Yeah, um, they love that. They love a, an, an enemy that just is there just to get one cheap shot on you at least once during the run through. Yeah, so but you... no, I think um, the majority of it is pretty good. But yeah, I, I just reiterate that I did seem to get lost quite a bit, especially towards the end of the game as well. Because um, you could do the odd side quest, you get like a little task, but they're not because nothing's waypointed or there's no, no. markers. So whereas normally you go right, I've got this. You, you, this bloke will say right, go to here. You have got to get this item and then come back to me and then drop it off. But there's no waypoint to find that bloke. So you just got to stumble across him. Then he'll give you the item. Then you go right, I've got to get that. You've got to then remember in your head that you've got to go and get that. There's no quest or anything in your head that you can right, go, oh, yeah. go get that. It's not until you get the item that you then think, oh fuck, I've got that item. I, that's, that's triggered me. And then you've got to remember where the cunt was. So you've got to go all the way <laughs> fucking back to find it. There's no no waypoint or anything. What about for like the main missions? Is that is that again? Yeah, that, that's like, just moving through. Or is it similar? Part of it. There was one that took me fucking ages. Um, and I didn't know where to go because there's no waypoint. But I had to go back to the main mission character and right. reread what he'd said because he said, and it said, "Oh, go across the roof and there'll be these little um, like dust clouds lanterns, or whatever they yeah. were. lanterns." That was it. Yeah, I, thought, that, oh, I did that as well. Hell. But I was yeah. wandering around for about half hour trying to figure out where to go. Yeah, I did the same. So he's, he's, he's hidden, hidden in the secret room. You have to follow the lanterns, didn't you? That's it. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, right, fucking hell. If there had been a waypoint, I could have just followed that. So it doesn't <laughs> hold your hand, which is, you know, unanimous for this game, these type of games. Yeah. But, cool, I did have to miss that, I did. I did like the old handheld, where yeah, it's, it's, no it's one goes. So. No, it's because you feel like you're losing time. No. You could just be getting on with it. It's hard enough as it is about having to <laughs> read this read this cunt's fucking cryptic messages. Yeah, that's it. That, everything was fucking cryptic. It was. You're like, right, go across there, find these red lanterns, and Bob's your uncle. And you go, fucking hell. So where's Bob again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it was just it's it it's difficult to sort of critique it on that because as much as you know that's a bit of quality of life um, aspect of the game, you know, like a lot of people say, well, that's the Soulsborne's game. They don't hold your hands. You're supposed to learn like that sort of way of game, and that's not how we do things over here. So it's hard to say, right? Where's my fucking waypoints? Where's my fucking markers? Where's my GTA mini map? <laughs> Tossers, though, aren't they? Yeah. To be honest, if it's that good. Everyone, every game will be made like it, and the fact yeah. that it ain't, and that's no. uh, ruffle feathers. But that's the fact of the matter. No, it was. It's, it's good, but yeah, it really, you, it needs your full attention. You can't go into this game sort of half-assed. You got to no. read everything properly and really give it your focus. But I've got it's the combat that that really won it for me. The uh, the sword play, and I'll say unparalleled in terms of sword games. Yeah. Biff, this is it. Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Five out of What's going to be its official grading? You can use point fives. So, what is it, out of ten, is it? Out of ten, you can use a point five decimal if you feel that uh, you're a bit of halfway else. Yeah, I, I will. I'm going to go seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. And bearing in mind, I didn't even think the story was good so it shows you how good the combat is the bosses and things like that so it's missing story... a whole section of what would normally be good for you in a video game and yet still yeah exactly one of the high it, it, that might be the highest grade you've given out yeah. Yeah, it, it's, to... it's really good it's really good I just I just didn't find the story that interesting but like Akin said I would, the combat is that good it sort of makes the game worthwhile yeah mm. Akin, same question to you. Official grade, and he's laid the marker down. It's yeah, better it's, than the I'm four gonna go and a half out of ten that Dave <laughs> got. Gunner fuming. 
<laughs> Gallif Unim. I'm going to go a full mark ahead and give it an 8.5. Um, it doesn't get the 9 for me because um, of the, especially the, I think the difficulty spike for the M boss is too much. <laughs> I, I think that's t- that's unfair. Yeah, it's that's bang out of order. Do all that hard work. Yeah, <laughs> and they saved the fucking artist. Spent like over two days, like almost full days, playing that fucker trying to beat him. And yeah. it's just such a fucking like. Most of the bosses are hard, and they take some patience. But that cunt is unparalleled. Well, uh, um, do you know how many hours you spent on it, Adkins, on your uh, Steam library? Uh, is it? Steam? We got it. I think it was hand because I just want to give people a little idea of exactly what they're in for if they choose to okay. to take up this challenge. Because normally, pretty long games, even yeah. if you're doing well at them, they're still big enough. But the fact that you keep dying, that's the thing as well. Um, and again, a lot of it's optional, so you can miss out stuff. I, I, I know for certain there's stuff I haven't done that I need yeah, to go yeah. back and do. But, yeah, main story and a couple of optional bosses. It's just loading up now. But, yeah, no, it doesn't get the nine for me just because of that massive difficulty spike and the fact that I had to kept getting lost and didn't know where to go. Um, well, you should have known where to go. Yeah. It's all written down in the NPCs, mate. All this cryptic shit. Uh, 33 hours I played it for. Okay, that is that for some reason is less than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Um, it's a shame that the PlayStation doesn't clock it because I, I yeah. think Biff was 50 hours. Yeah, I reckon it was more than that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, hours. Yeah, I think that yeah. last boss take me longer than what it took Atkins. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because he told me how to do it, and then I sort of used that. I was teasing me, me my way through. I did see, I, I played it quite a lot in sort of success. I played it through like, I think it took me about a week to complete, but was pretty much mm. playing it like when the kids go to bed at six, I was like, right, six till midnight, boom, every night. Six, yeah, solid. Uh, so yeah, it was really, I think it's, it it's that type of game that if you, you, the more you play it, the better you get it, that sort of thing. You, you, you learn that rhythm and it starts becoming sort of second nature. If you play this game for three hours, have a week off and come back to it, you're like, cool, what's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck me, I'm getting walloped. So it is one of those games that the, the more you play, the more you learn. Um, and it's just getting that rhythm. Like I say, going back to that rhythm game, it is just that sort of getting that style and working out what the timings of your parries and your, your counter attacks and that. Yeah. But no, it's definitely, it's, it's a rewarding game. Like it felt so good to finish it, to actually get that, especially when Biff was texting saying he was going to bin it. I really wanted him to get past that bit. No, you didn't. You want him to bin it. So you <laughs> get to do it and go, ah, <laughs> I don't think I would have done it. If Biff, if Biff had a foul, I probably would have gone, right, there's no point. Ah, uh, fuck it. <laughs> So, there are so many times where I was so close to just fucking... It's the closest <laughs> I've ever been. I'm sort of not quite a ragey person, but really? I, I nearly threw my controller through the TV. I was getting <laughs> so fucked had, off. Had Game and CX... I suppose it's Game with you, isn't it? If Game had been open, you would have traded it. Uh, but, yeah, just that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, that but, that 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 is now, back game trading shops are on lockdown, so you can't. So that would have, that option was actually gone for you. You had no choice but to play it yeah. or sit there staring at a wall, which may have been what you needed to do. Just for, just for reference, Biff, your highest score has gone to Horizon Zero Dawn. They got a nine. Ooh, so well. there you go. Oh. Just so people out there know what they're dealing with. Adkins, Doom Eternal, and Animal Crossing were your last reviews. Doom Eternal yeah. got a nine point five, so a full grade ahead. Cool. And Animal Crossing crapped its pants of an eight point five as well. So yeah. No, it's an incredible game and I, I wouldn't dispute if people gave it a nine um i just my own personal thing i just felt that the the what's it called the getting lost was too much of an annoyance for me especially when i was sort of not rushing but sort of just on the back half of the game and i knew it and i was like right yeah. i want to get this done now and then getting fucking lost because i ain't read some cunt's cryptic message properly <laughs> <laughs> and then like say that fucking spike it just it was just Silly. It was like, oh, this is a fucking ball ache. Yeah. So, well, that's, I think that's fair enough. I mean, 7.5 and 8 from 8.5 is no disgrace. I was, for some reason in my head, I had the pair of you putting it a whole grade higher each, but mm. that's, um, I'm somewhat surprised, but also pleased that that's how it's come down because what you can do is you can get sucked into, I mean, beat your blood ball and thinking, yeah, that's it, I'm the daddy, that's like a 10 out of 10 game, mm. and it, it ain't nowhere near. It's, <laughs> it's, they're good to play through, but no. they're not like, 
it's one of to these, me. I think with the story, like Bruce said, it's not an amazing story. I, I thought it was better than he thought, but it's one of those stories that, you know, when we, we completed this last week or whatever it's been, and I've sort of forgotten about it. It's not one of yeah. those ones that sort of stay with you, where you sort of think of, like, Last of Us and God of War and that. That's because fucking Biff's played it 40 times. <laughs> yeah, that story. true. But it's not got that resonating feeling with you, you know. I'm not sitting there yeah. thinking about Sekiro in my sleep, where... You know, Kratos, I, I think about him once a night. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be happy when you tell him about his axe getting bumped down. Yeah, bumped down. I like to, I should mod, mod this game and stick a fucking axe on it. Stick the Leviathan cool. axe. See how that goes. That would be very cool. One last question for you both. Got to be hyped for Tsushima as well. Yeah. Right, yeah. Me I was going to ask about that. Yeah. yeah. Ghost of Tsushima coming out late this year. That could be a more. It's going to be a watered down version of this, I think. Well, we say watered down. Is it just a more accessible and a more enjoyable experience? I see in a, a post the other day that they said that they're going to keep the sort of that sort of bloodborne nature where you, everything will be open. You can go to it. Yeah. That sort of interconnecting world, I think it said. Yeah. Like yeah. It's good. This might have been a good taster for it. And at least if you've done this, you've, uh, you can't imagine that. <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima is going to be any harder. Can they replicate that sword play though? That's going to be the. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think they will be able to personally, but we'll, we will see. Just nick it. If they, if tomorrow there's a there's an announcement dropped and it says Sekiro Shadows Die Twice Two, coming out October <sighs> oh. 2020. <laughs> Are you both going to be sniffing around trying to get that day one, or are you just going to be like, no, I've kind of done my time with Sekiro, I'm going to leave that <laughs> and and walk away from it, Biff? If you could answer that particular question first. Um, I don't think I'd buy it day one, but I definitely play. I think I need a year's break from Sekiro. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe like March time when the spring was out, I might go. You know what? It's time to don the prosthetic arm again and get the samurai sword out but I don't think I'll get it day one but I, de- I definitely oh, would play it rumour has it it's prosthetic leg so <laughs> <laughs> different tricks coming out of that that's just the rumours coming out of it Atkins would uh, you be interested in going down this disgraceful journey again yes uh, I would but not day one like Biff it is these type of games that I've been thinking about going back to Bloodborne but what right. sucked me into Sekiro is because fucking Bloodborne is just brown black depressing horrible shit beautiful beautiful this fuck Sekiro mate you got fucking cherry blossoms you got fucking nah. get that in Animal Crossing mate yeah. it, <laughs> exactly with no stress of monkeys throwing shit at me <laughs> why would I want that I think the setting definitely has a like there's people that love these games like I'm surprised Adcock hasn't played it because he's played all the Dark Souls other than two mm. Bloodborne he's even played Dark Souls remastered on his Switch in handheld whilst he oh, commuted which is an unbelievably poor way to do it <laughs> what a way to go to work <laughs> Oh no, exactly. Um, But for me, it's always been about Bloodborne. I like the setting of it and the Mm. enemies and the characters and well, not the characters because there weren't really too many. But I like that whole setting of it. Some people Mm. like the fantasy setting of Dark Souls, and you two obviously resonated with the shinobi and the the ninja style setting. Thing else that did annoy me about this game, it wasn't too after I found out to lose another grade. Hopefully, go on. (laughs) I don't. It's not really a spoiler, but. There are oh, multiple. If one that says that, <laughs> it nearly always is. So it's, it's just there are multiple it. endings. Right. So okay. deal yeah. with that. So you've just, I've just played 33 hours, sweated my bollocks off, trying to get through it, and there's still another three endings I could get. My fuck's sake. So, and, and I think they're pretty much ones that you have to start from the beginning again and go yeah, through Same it with Bloodborne. And have different so, in, in fact, when Bloodborne ended, it just automatically rewrites the save from the beginning so you can't even go back and oh change really the oh, yeah. this one gives you the option and you can do it any time you can new game plus it right but yeah I was, oh, no, you can new game plus it but you just have to start from oh you have to start from the start again right yeah. yeah you can't like go back to just before the decision or whatever oh right is. yeah yeah no this one does give you that option but huh. yeah I was like oh, for fuck's sake and, there, and the, like, there are other decent options to do so but it's not that sort of game, you know. If it was like fucking Resident Evil, I could smash it out in five hours. I'd start thinking about it, but... Not in this world. Not in this realm. I'm just huge well, that. There you go. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice earns itself a 7.5 from Mr. Biff and an 8.5 from Adkins, not Adcock. So should we call it oh, 8? What, you want to call it 8, do you? Well, the two of them melded together, like, you know... <laughs> <laughs> he's taking an average basically yeah. oh is he yeah is his maths right I ain't worked it out 7.5 8.5 7.5 8.5 
Six eight. eight. Mm. Split the difference, isn't it? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna based on what you've told, I'm gonna give it a six point. Get <laughs> <laughs> the bones out of that one, boys. <laughs> those are our those are our two grades. You pair, I bid you adieu and thank you for giving up your time to talk people through Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. I'm sure they've now got a better idea of whether it's something to to go for or not. Gonna and, come um, on in a minute and say fucking cunts ain't even played it. I don't know what they're yeah. talking about. Well, <laughs> it doesn't even have a PS4. Biff, Biff will get the trophies to prove it if he has to. He'll be posting them on social media, so we'll be able to get those. But nothing more for us there apart from thanks for your time and ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.